from one other uh, graduates tonight, and I, I know that in this service, but above all things, we're here to honor Christ. And he laid scripture on my heart today, and I guess as far as people talk about certain services and certain scriptures going along with them, you may think this scripture don't go along with the service we're having, but it's the one the Lord laid on my heart. And uh, But uh, uh, I, I truly desire his prayers. Uh, like I say, just a few thoughts may not be very long, and then you know, I might be, I don't know. But, uh, but over in the book of Jonah, <clears throat> uh, it's truly rolled over in her in heart uh, all day and, and, and thought on it actually even before today some but the Lord just continued to bring some things to her heart uh, in this and I told him I desired your prayers seemed like her, her, her head just been in a fog I don't know what, what's been going on with me but uh, uh, but just, just, just pray and uh, I know the Lord will get out what He wants to get out of this, but we 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 think a whole lot, uh, I guess, about Jonah, and uh, we we think about you know this this scripture goes to preachers and preachers running from things and preachers trying to get away uh, from uh, from following the Lord, but uh, but in this tonight I I want us I want us uh, all to uh, to, to kind of. Look at our lives individually and not just put this off on somebody else, but each one of us, uh, think on this. Thank you, guys. And, uh, I, I just, I'll start there in the first verse. It said, now the word of, in the first chapter, I don't know if I said the first chapter or not, of Jonah. It says, now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amidia, saying, arise, Go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go from the to go with them unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. And I'll stop right there for just a minute. And uh, like I say, you just pray. I, 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 thought, I thought on this, is, is what, where my heart was, is fleeing from the presence of the Lord. I got to thinking heavily on that. And, and I thought about a, a lot of times today, uh, how, how did each one of us get we actually think sometimes we can get away from Him. We actually, in our mind, think that we can run from God Almighty. And 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 and, and they was they was uh, Jonah was fleeing from the presence of God. God spoke to him. God told him something. He set Jonah uh, in a path to 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 do something in his life, and Jonah fled from that. He, he, he rose up and thought he was going to get away from God. And, and you think on that, and, 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 and I guess sometimes naturally we think about that, and sometimes we look at it and we think, how ignorant somebody to think that. But then just look at your life sometimes. You know, it's real easy to sit back and, 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 and look at Jonah and say, what an idiot. Where did he think he was going? But narrow it down, Conley, as you said it and you say it all the time. 
Don't look in this book to see Jonah. Look in this book to see you. And how many times in your life, how many times in my life, has God led me to do something? God moved me to do something, whether it be testifying, whether it be a message He's laid on my heart, whether it be a song, whether it be anything in my life, and I have fled from the presence of God. When God has, has moved me to do something, and shown me that He has that for, for me to do, and I, I flee from the presence of God, I think there's actually somewhere I can escape from Him and get away from Him. And, 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 and I want us to really understand that because I've had on my heart a whole lot, and I guess we all do. I, I, I was talking today, you know, uh, uh, with Jake, and we were talking about some things, and we were talking about uh, some of these bigger churches even, some, uh, and even our smaller churches, and a lot of different places. You're watching the crowd, and you're watching the numbers dwindle. And you're seeing people that's, that's going uh, maybe to other churches. Maybe they're finding other congregations. And they're, they're getting away from a, a lot of our churches uh, that, that we're, we're affiliated with. And they're going into a lot of different types of churches. A lot of different, uh, 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 I don't even know how to say it. Maybe a lot of different uh, ways that they're worshiping and ways that they're doing things. And they're trying to find something in their life. But if you truly get down to the, to the matter of it, and you get down to what they're trying to do, a lot of them are trying to escape the preached gospel. A lot of them are trying to escape what God's truly saying to them. A lot of them are fleeing from the presence of God, if you'll have they're trying to go off and they're, they're finding them a ship to take them down to Tarsus. They're finding them a ship that's taking them further away from where God actually told them they need to be, Jay. And I promise you, son, there'll be a time in your life hey, when, when God tells you to do something. Hey, there'll be a time in your life when God tells you to do something. Aubrey, there'll be a time in your life, Kim, there'll be times in your when God tells you to do something. And you want to know what your natural flesh is going to want to do, my God? The first thing it's going to want to do. Because it is enmity against God. It doesn't want to do what God wants it to do. I'm going to tell you already, the first thing you're going to want to do is flee from the presence of God. Because of the fear of Almighty God. When He settles down and tells you that He's got something for you to do, we actually think sometimes we can flee and get away from it. No, it won't happen. And a lot today, it's why numbers is dropping our lane in a lot of churches. It's why people are running off and you're like, what happened? And then they go and they pay their fee, they pay their fire, and they say, I've got away from God. I found me something that's going to take me down somewhere else. And I can, I can say I'm, I'm all right. Everything's okay. Old Donald climbed on that ship and he thought, he thought I've got one. I found me folks that's going to take me somewhere else. I'm going just as far as I can. I'll let the book off there, please. You know what happened, Weston? Oh, there's a storm over there. Wind got to blow, the sea got stirred up. There's a whole lot got to happen out there in that little boat. 
And you know what? God is the great trouble in his life, Mike. He brought trouble to everybody around you. And I want you to see it if you before you ever do it. You realize when you run from God, you're not only going to cause yourself trouble, but you're going to cause people around you trouble. That storm got to rising up against them out there. And I thought about this. Jonah didn't surprise God. God had a great fish prepared out there for him. And I'm going to tell you, when you flee from God, don't think he ain't already got a way of correcting you. God's wrath will follow on you. God's wrath will correct you. Listen, it said, it said, but the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken. You want to know why people's lives are... And it doesn't happen right off the bat, right? I say, you might think this is different. I want these youngins that's going out into this world, I want you to understand some things. We got some that just graduated. We come here tonight to celebrate their graduation, to honor them for their hard work. But I want you all to understand something. Old man, you ain't here tonight. I want us to understand something. When we go out into this world, we got some decisions to make. Tommy read to us about good instructions. That Proverbs there at the beginning of the service. We've had some good instructions and God has told us the way to live in this world and the way to go. And when we make a decision to turn from that, we're going to bring trouble on our life. There'll be some great winds and some tempests come up upon you until your ship feels like it's going to get broke. We wonder sometimes. We see people out in this life that's got away from God and we see everything falling apart around them and they don't know what's going on. Say, well, preacher, trouble comes on everybody's life. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But I'm going to tell you what, we bring a whole lot more down on ourselves than these cups sometimes. And it'll seem like we're getting ready to be broke. You know what Jonah had to finally do? Noah, he said, it's me. It's me. that we was going to go our own way and when we got in trouble you know what we got to do we got to hit an altar somewhere and say Lord it's me I'm the one that's caused this trouble I've got my family's life in a turmoil I've got my friend's life in a turmoil I brought all this trouble upon him Lord it's me Oh, John had to spend some time in the belly of, of hell, he cried out. He spent that time down in there contemplating how he had failed in what God told him to do. And I'm afraid that's where we are. So we need to get sometimes. We need to get in our life to realize that we've caused the problem of spending a little time in hell. What are you talking about, preacher? Misery. We've brought trouble. 
Noah needed to see just a touch of the wrath of God. That wasn't his full. That wasn't God's full wrath on him. That's just the correcting hand of God. God could have smacked him up and broke his neck and didn't. He gave him a chance and a time of repentance. Where are you going to go to what you all do? Ain't no one. Where are you going to hide, Audrey? Ain't no one. I'm going to level with you. Just be out there. As long as you don't go to church, it won't bother As long as you don't pick up your Bible, it won't bother you. As long as you avoid it. Oh, Mike, when he's in the grocery store, don't have to hear, why don't you come down to church? It won't bother me. If you can stay away from the things of God, you won't have to deal with God. But ain't that where the devil gets us? You want to know why some of the people don't come to church no more? Because they're trying to run from God. They're trying to hide from God. They're trying to flee from the very presence of God. You know what? I'm not using my line. I ain't very smart. But you know what presence means? You look it up. The state of being in view, sight. The state of being in the view of a superior. You might hide something from the whole world in this world. You might keep secrets. You might keep things hidden from me. You might keep things hidden from the whole world people, but you want to know. Who's not going to get out of the place to God Almighty. There's not one place that you'll hide from Him. There's not one place you can flee from Him to get away from His presence. I thought about these scriptures as a study in that. Over in the 139th Psalm, what David wrote, he said, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. Even David admitted they ain't a place you can get away from God. There's not a place you can get away from His presence. There's not a place you can hide yourself. When you lay down in your bed at night, He'll find you. When you go to work in the morning, He'll find you. We need to get to understanding good instruction. We need to get to understand who our God really is. He's not some mythical being. He's not some hocus pocus magician getting in a bottle, pulling out when you want it. That's not my God, Noah. He's the Almighty God of heaven, Tammy. The one that created the very flesh that I walk in. The one that breathed the very life into me, Chad, that I've got. The one that created man as a living soul. That's my God. The one that's got the very hairs of my head numbered, Barbara. That's my God. 
They're not true. It's like I can hide from him. I can run from him. They get away from his presence. I'm telling you today, there's some people that's getting ready to face some harsh times in their life because they're trying to flee away from the things of God. Hey, I'm telling you, they don't want to hear the truth. They want to live in darkness, want to live a lie, and thank God they ain't going to come down with the wrath of His hand upon them. Praise God Almighty, He will. And I'm just as respectable telling you, you are. Preacher, look not face the hard on my soul people or us young people. I'm going to tell you the reason that our nation has been in shape of ten day roads is because people quit preaching the truth. As consequence of sin, they struggle to get brought to your life by being disobedient unto God. And there's misery will come your way. By following your way, not following God. You can read over in Revelation, over in there. He talks about where they'd cry. They'd try to hide themselves from the rocks and mountains. They'd, they'd cry from the fall on them, hide them from his presence. There's no place to hide. I want, I want them to know by sitting right there and going on the truth. I don't want to lie to her. I don't want her to be raised up like she can, she can just, just do it any old way. This world we live in, church, if we don't start teaching them now, they're training our children in an ungodly way in the schools. They're training them in everything, in the TV programs, and everything they're doing. They're trained in an ungodly way. You want to call it Red Sunday? Train up a child the way it should go when it's old and not depart from it. You know what they might do? They may turn away from it. Jonah knows the right way. He still went the wrong way. He knows which way to go, but he's still trying to flee from the presence of God. But you want to know what God did? He brought him back to remembrance. He brought him back to remembrance. He brought a storm his way. The old, the old prodigal son I preached a little old Mark the other day, he knows the right way. He knows the Father's way was right, but he still went the wrong way. But you know what the Lord did? He brought him back to himself down there in the hall lot, and he showed him who God was. He showed him what it was like in the Father's house, and he brought him back to the knowledge of God's house. And they turn to the wrong way. They never forget what they're taught. If you want to know what I want to do, what I want to do, don't go down that way. I'll be down. It's a rough road, Julie. You disobey God and you flee from His presence and you'll live one of the most miserable lives you ever live. Saved or lost, especially lost. I went to church every Sunday ages and had my back turned against God. Man, upset, lost my compassion in my life for a good long while. I wasn't going to do nothing for the Lord, but I'd go to church. I was a miserable man even. It's never I've been in my life. 
you can put your life in a turmoil like you never wanted by going to get what God tells you to do. You can turn down people all around you. You can turn their life upside down. We better not point to the presence of God. And I wonder, I wish this world was running to me. It's the only hope we've got. Don't run away. Run to him. In this world, we got tribulation. We can't get past it. But he said, in me, you have peace. Be of good cheer, for I will become more. Don't flee from it. Run to him. That's what's on my heart tonight, Dana. I see people tonight. That I've seen them through, through years, 
They said, what I thought was just a rock in the dirt. And you know what I'm watching? Just turn around. Give up. And flee from the very presence of God because they just, I can't take it no more. And they give up on the only hope they got. They only hope their people's God. They only hope their children's God. You don't know what Jonah's problem was? He's worried about Jonah. He got Jonah in a mess, and he just almost didn't go down and preach to them people that needed to hear the gospel. Then people turned when they heard the gospel, and the kids of the way. When we get too cowardly, and we get caught up in ourselves with what we don't want to have to put up with, you know who misses out on hearing the gospel of our life? The people that needs to hear it the most. What's the Bible say? That's the book. If your gospel be hid, who's it hid to? Them that are lost. That's the book. When you try to hide yourself from the presence of God, You'll not get to that conference, but you want to know what you might do? Hide the gospel if you want. That's what the devil wants. Why do you think, Mike, when you try to serve him more and more? Why do you try to to think the devil fights him more and more? Because the God of this world is trying to blind people. He's trying to hide the light. And the only way you can hide the light is to flesh involved in it. Get mind and more carnal minds off it. Drawn away from God and get us to where we're trying to flee. Just be honest tonight. You ever get hard? You ever get wore out? You ever feel like you've tried uh, walking with the Lord, serving the Lord all this time, and sometimes you look and you think, what is this wrongness? What's happened? That's the old devil. What if you'd have been here, man? You never really seen no one You never really noticed among the people coming to the Lord. He tried to quit too, didn't he? And he took it. It's a fire, like fire shut up in the phone. I didn't even realize that he touched Daniel, Shadrach. Maybe all they wanted to talk about that day when they didn't sleep like that the door, they didn't realize the young wives were touching. Some of us older heads in here realize that. When you get tired and you just want to quit, that's something that comes up behind us. Right there, we want to impact their lives in a good way or a bad way. When we try to flee from the presence of God, we're denying them. Of the gospel of our life. And we get serious to it. Thrilled my soul when you said you talking about Bible school. I ain't said much about it. I've been totally honest with you. I wanted it to be a burden to the church. I told my wife the other day, I said, I said, I wish the church would get a hold of me. Just, just, just get the walk of Bible school. And you know what I heard Sunday morning? 
I heard some ladies, you got a home guard back there in the Sunday school class, and said, we don't have Bible school. And you know what I want our things to be? You know what they said, Daniel? God is able. <laughs> Praise God Almighty. You know what we could have done? And that's too late. We ain't got that together. We just might got here next year. We could have played in the presence of God. But you want to know something? It's not this one. That's what my father. My father was doing. He told his little friend, he's been very burdened for And if we flee from the presence of God and the instruction of God, those things he tells us to do, if we flee from them, then we're going to deprive them of hearing the gospel that they need to hear. Stay with it, church. Don't flee from it. Stay with it. God help me to be. God help me to stay where God wants me to be. And try my best to preach the gospel He lays on my heart. <coughs> we all get tired. We all get discouraged. But we all just need to hang out in here. I told you, I couldn't take care of nobody but me. And I won't work on you. And I think he's going to be working on you. I can see it. I feel God moving in the church. I see God doing the thing. I know he's coming here sometimes and it feels just like it's better than going to be. It sure does, isn't it? you feel it? But you know what? When you first get started, Working on a foundation and get working on a job, or you got to get started somewhere. And more than a lot of times, in the first first few things you're doing, that's the most grueling part of it, Mark. Once you get that base worked out or whatever you're building or working on, then the rest of the job can roll right on. Right now we just do get what God wants us to do. And you can divide. You have to help you for your life. Just stay with it and don't flee. That's what the Lord laid on my heart tonight. I say, you might think it's weird to serve That's what God gives you. And I don't think He's weird. He knows what we need.